welcome to a new podcast. This is Sean Spencer, and we'll be talking all things soccer and fitness. So this is brand new podcast that is started today. We're in 2021, and it is Sunday, Sunday evening here in Houston, Texas. This is where I'll be um, recording most of the the podcasts. Uh, and the aim the aim of doing the podcast really is to mix a little bit of soccer or football if you're from the UK with fitness. So these two have sort of ran parallel to each other over over the duration of my sort of firstly playing career and then moving into into coaching. I've always always sort of been in a world of of fitness. Um, it's always been important since I was since I was a, a sort of a kid. My dad and my uncle were were in the days of the Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone and bodybuilding. So I was always around it um, early on, and then and then sort of moving through my teenage years. Obviously, the importance of trying to to get a six pack and to get strong. So then that was that was sort of the motivation then. Moving into your twenties and you, the the higher up in soccer that you start to play, the more you you want to try and find an edge. So so the fitness was was an area that I felt that I could control to a certain extent and and would try and push myself weekly. Uh, and then and then I moved into sort of my early thirties and your body starts to change and. And I started to um, started to coach a lot more. Started coaching really when I was sort of 25, 26. So the fitness element I was starting to incorporate a lot into into the coaching side of of what I was doing. And and so since then they've kind of escalated and they've 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 crossed over. So that has been that has been the sort of the where we are today. So the aim of of doing this podcast really is from sort of my perspective and sort of experience over over the the, the past sort of twenty years. What I believe that this podcast can can bring, and I'm hoping to get guests on and and sort of points of view from from other people and other professionals and. And, and people in the sort of the grassroots or the recreation level mixed with college and high school, uh, Europe, America, South America, Africa. I'm hoping to to sort of deep dive into how how just concentrating a little bit more on 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 fitness with soccer and how it can benefit your players your team and and if you are a player you you personally now i i always give this example to 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 young aspiring players it's it's very very difficult to become more talented you sort of and there's a lot of there's a lot of books and paperwork on this but you're either you're either born with a certain gift or 
or you're not born with a certain gift. And then there's different levels with within that. Players have different opportunities due to sort of where they are in the world and how much sort of money and opportunity who the parents are. And these all these little branches give give players little sort of branchways into the world of, of soccer, if you like. Now, regardless of if you are the Messi's and the Ronaldo's of the world to a um let's call it a high school soccer player, for instance, the one thing that is relatively straightforward to change and to, to improve is, is the fitness, the fitness element. Now the soccer side of becoming more of a technical player, um, tactically more astute and the, 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 the psych, psychological aspects, all these things you, you, you can improve. Um, with with sort of good coaching week in week out, but certainly the technical side, you there's going to be certain limitations. Regardless, again talking from a personal point of view, um, regardless of how many sort of technical sessions and how long I I worked for it, I was I was only going to be at a at a certain level te- technique wise. Uh, this goes down. This is sort of like I said. You, you, certain players are born with a with a natural gift, but also with your with your development. Now, if you're looking at a a child that's now eighteen, but they've been fortunate enough to be in an environment such as a, um, an academy, such as Manchester United or Liverpool or a, or a Barcelona over in Spain. Now, their their development and what they've been exposed to. And the players that they've been playing with on a on a weekly basis is going to be is going to improve them regardless of what sort of level they are. Now, certain players might not have been exposed to that. You might be a South American player that's um, that's just been playing with sort of local children in in their neighbourhood. Whatever the sort of example, the there's going to be a limitation on that. Now. The one thing with with fitness is first and foremost, your personal fitness can change almost instantly. And it's something that regardless of your ability level, you can you can improve and it's going to be very, very beneficial in in the game of soccer. So one of the sort of I spoke to players like when I was working, I was working in the championship. And we would, because the team I was coaching didn't didn't have the budget of a lot of the other championship teams. Those of you that aren't familiar with the championship in in England, it's the league just below the Premier League. So if you look at the the championship today, majority of the teams that are in there have played in in the Premier League. So they've got pretty sizable budgets and they can still sign very very good players if not premier league standard players now the team i was i was coaching um, we were we were recruiting players from sort of lower leagues league 2 and league 1 and i, I remember i was in i was in the gym one day and a, a player was I was doing sort of like a one one to one session with them for a little bit of extra fitness, 
and he said he said he was talking to his ex coach, and the ex coach asked him like, "What's what's the 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 difference? What's the the biggest thing that you've noticed since moving from League One in into the Championship?" And he said he, he said he said the fitness, the the speed of play is quicker, the fitness is is better, and and the game doesn't really slow down as much as it does in in League One and League Two, and that's been the biggest difference. Um, and you can certainly see you can certainly see that, and you can see that in here in in the USA. You look at the the MLS. You look at the top MLS teams that are well established compared to the 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 younger teams like FC Cincinnati and um, Miami that have that have just come in. There's just you compare them to Seattle, and there's there's certainly a different intensity and 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 level of of fitness and then that goes down to the u the usl league and going down further into the college and then for college you go to high school and you can see the biggest difference is is the speed um speed of play and and the overall fitness of players so how can you as a player or as a coach help improve yourself or, or or other players now this is uh, an interesting one so my my background again i was i was extremely fortunate to to have been playing and then i sort of got lost a little bit i didn't really know where where to go other than the playing soccer and I ended up at university studying coaching, and then I was around very, very intelligent sort of tutors and and guest coaches would come in, um, and each one of them tutors or lecturers would have a different um, different strength, and a lot of them had come from a, a rugby background or a basketball background. And you could see the difference in the emphasis towards coaching the game, but improving that that fitness. So I was thinking, like, there's a lot of good coaches out there in, in soccer, and there's a lot of ex-professional soccer players going into coaching. So I always knew I would need some sort of edge to to get me through the front door and for people to 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 give me a job, basically. So the coaching was one side of it, but the fitness was something that I did anyway. So I started to work through through different courses. Uh, I was doing the strength and conditioning course, the UK SCA, which was which sort of changed everything for me how how I looked at soccer coaching. And my experience, and we're talking now, it was 2005, I was at university. Um, we're now obviously in 2021. The, a lot of the teams I've been around, professional and, and amateur, there's, there's, there's a, a, a break-off within the fitness that I think could be... And don't get me wrong, there's a lot of there's a lot of teams that do it really well, but there's also a lot of teams that are missing missing a, a, a fundamental element, 
with with soccer and and improvement now going back to my original original statement how how do you improve this now having a better understanding of fitness is is key so what i've noticed is a lot of you'll get players you'll get a team and you'll get one player that is sort of naturally naturally fit they take care of themselves all the way up into the 30s into when they retire they eat well and they do all the right things now a lot of them people then become the fitness coach because say one of the ex-professional players retires he has played with with the, the, the fit player and they ask them do you want to come into whatever team and be my my fitness coach that person says yes and then that fit player will then regurgitate what they've learned from from their coach and then their coach obviously learned from another coach so you you, you get this recycled um, information and, and and sessions that then are, are accepted in sort of professional clubs and amateur clubs so you get the same the same level throughout now on the flip side of that what i've also seen is certain clubs will bring in a sports science very intelligent person will will go into the club um but can't necessarily relate to to the game very book smart but not necessarily understanding the culture and the social dynamic of being in in a soccer soccer team soccer club um so there needs to be there needs to be a mix really you need the the, the sports science sports science book smart guy mixed in with a bit of sort of playing experience and a bit of knowledge in in terms so that they're they're relatable and and the players buy into it because that's another factor that that i've seen is you, you could have the best ideas and the best drills and 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 really know how to improve these these sort of players but if they're not if they're not buying into it then then you're always gonna you're always gonna struggle so for me a lot of it is is getting the 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 fundamentals correct um in terms of fitness and being able to break down fitness into into sort of chunks whether it's um like speed agility for instance strength your explosive power um accelerating decelerating if you can if you can have the term fitness and then be able to break down the game of soccer into the different elements and understand how to link them together mix them along with the 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 times that players need to be doing that for instance if you're wanting to improve acceleration in a player how how long do they need to to rest after they've done a flat out sprint say so these these are all fundamental things if you're a player you need 
you need to start looking at stuff like this. What what do you actually need to improve in terms of fitness? So if it's if it's strength, like what what type of strength do you need to improve? And if you can be really specific and start to drill down exactly what it is that you think that you can improve, then you can start looking for the exercises and and the drills and and, and sort of seeking other people out that, that can help you. But I think what, what tends to happen is a lot of people um, and again, this isn't this isn't everybody, but the, I'm just talking from sort of my experience is coaches who who have gone through the, the, the normal coaching route don't really know that area, so they, they stay away with it, stay away from it. So it's all it's just sticking to to what you know really. And and similar to the fitness guys who um who have studied it at a at a high level but then haven't really studied the the social dynamics on how to how to integrate that into a soccer soccer environment and i think the day that then to mix over is is the day that the the game is really going to start to to leap forward now taking taking the premiership as as an example because it's it's an easy one a lot of people see that on a on a on a daily basis um and you compare those those that are old enough and and can remember the sort of the premiership in in the 90s you'll see you'll see the difference in in sort of body types of players you'll see um the different levels of of fitness like one of the players famously uh david beckham was was like playing a game and it was something don't quote me on this but i think it was 11 kilometers in the the england game versus versus greece which was which was unheard of for a player to co- cover 11 kilometers and you fast forward that to, to sort of 2016 2017 and and that's the distance that a referee is is covering so it it's improving it's improving but it's it's something that that changes changes daily and for all those that are listening to this that aren't professional professional players or professional coaches working with um professional players there's there's a lot that you could you can do to to get the most out of out of individuals um now, again, going back to my point, like how how do you do this? Now, this is this is a really interesting one. Where, again, in my experience, there's a lot of people that want to overcomplicate fitness. So, yes, I, I just spoke about being specific to to what you're actually trying to achieve, which is very very important. But equipment-wise, there's you see the pro guys and they have the GPS vests and the um, the heart monitors and all the equipment. Now, the GPS help, yes, if you've got if you've got the staff and the time for people to be able to break them numbers down 
and and put it into a relatable um, way of presenting it, then then that's that's superb. But you don't you don't need that as as a, a sort of an, an amateur team. Um, you just want to get it down to to basics, really, and and really you don't need any equipment, body weight. Body weight is ninety five percent of the the work that you probably need to do anyway. The key is just finding them them times for your recover and and how you get the overloads, and that that's really the key. Whether you're using weights or not using weights, um, you want to get an overload, and by overload I mean if normally. A player will sprint once in a minute. We're wanting to get a couple of sprints out, three sprints out maybe in in a minute, and then that's where your overload is. Um, and it's the same with 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 squats. Like if you're if you're jumping for for a header and then you're landing with like slight sort of squat stance. Um, can you overload that a little bit? So you do it with with um, a couple of dumbbells in each hand, or you use the bands, however you want to do it, and that creates this this overload. So then, when your body does it um, without the overload, it's a damn sight easier. So yeah, that's pretty much. Um, like I said, we're gonna I'm, I'm gonna be doing these um, quite regularly now. So if you've any any questions on this, please shoot away, and I'll I'll try my best to 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 answer them. Um, and again, the, the 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 point of the point of doing this podcast is is the is there something that that we can be doing as as coaches uh, as players that that can help us move on to the next level whether it's a, a an aspiring high school player or a high school player that's wanting to go to to play um, on a scholarship or play in college and the college players that want to go and, and get drafted um and there's there's one of the best i'm not going to say easiest ways of doing it is fitness and it makes everything much easier. The technical side becomes a lot easier because your calves and your quads aren't full of lactic acid. Um, cognitively, you can think a lot easier because you're not stressed from, from being too tired. So you're able to, to focus, you're able to concentrate, you're able to make the right decisions. Um, and, and also... Speed wise, maybe maybe you're not the, the the fastest player if everybody was fresh and, and you needed to run 10, 15 yards um at the start. But you could be the fastest player in the second half when players start getting getting a little bit more fatigued. So yeah, this again, this is this is sort of stuff that um that I've been promoting for a number of years now is stuff that I wish I had known when I was when I was younger uh, as a player. Um, 
and it's and it's stuff now that I that I believe is is very sort of beneficial uh, from the professional game right right down. Um, and I think there's there's massive leaps and bounds that can be that can be made that will will help coaches, will help players, will help owners of of, of teams maximize um, what they've got. So yeah, so that is that is today's episode. This is the first episode of Soccer and Fitness with Sean Spencer. Like I said, leave a comment down below if you want to share this podcast. That'd be much appreciated. You can you can tag my Instagram. I'm at Resolute Fitness Challenge. Um, I'm also the co-owner of a soccer development and sports management agency called Atai Athletic. That's A T H I Athletic here in here in Houston where our aim is to help young aspiring soccer players get to the next level. So all that good stuff you can find you can find online. Um, by all means, shoot me a message. And to the next episode, have a good day. Goodbye.